Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Hey, what's up? John Sonimus here. Just want to take a moment to tell you about an awesome sponsor we have at Simple Programmer, which is Hire.com. I'm sure you know how frustrating it can be to search for a new job. Pushy recruiters trying to recruit you for jobs you have no interest in, jobs you apply for but you never hear from again, and worst of all, going through a whole interview process only to get a ridiculously lowball offer. Well, Hired.com has solved these problems. Hired flips job searching on its head. It actually puts you in control of the job search by letting you fill out one simple application and then having employers actually apply to hire you. How cool is that? You also get access to your own career coach to help you get your next job. Hired has access to over 4,000 employers with big names like Facebook. Plus, your profile is automatically hidden from current and past employers. Oh, and they pay you to get a job. Anyway, as a Simple Programmer listener, if you use the link Hired.com slash Simple Programmer, you can get double the normal $1,000 hiring bonus and get $2,000 when you find your next job on Hired. Just go to Hired.com slash Simple Programmer to get started. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. We'll be talking a little bit about web development today and using visual tools to do it. So, my old friend Dreamweaver. <laughs> this is from Kishan, and he says, Hi, John, I just want to talk about web development software. All right, I just want to talk about web development software too. Let's talk about web development software. All right. Uh, <laughs> you may have or haven't known about something from Adobe called Macromedia Dreamweaver. Yes, I have known about it. I remember getting cracked versions of this way back when I was like 19 years old or, or whatever in, in order to do web development. Not that I recommend doing that today. This piece of software will allow you to change visuals, e.g. tables, CSS, and interactive features for your website without you having to touch the code. Do you think it is a good way of web development or a bad way? In addition, if you want to become a freelancer in web development, would it be a good idea to use Dreamweaver? Take care. So I've got sort of an opinion on this that, you know, and I actually did a course, so I'll, I'll tell you about a lot of people say, oh, don't use visual editors or visual stuff because it's cheating. You don't really understand what's going on, and you should just do everything command line or you know, do everything in notepad and, and write your HTML in there and, and everything. And I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. So I did a course on Pluralsight you could check out on SVN. Okay, That's the source control management system. And I, I didn't do it like most people would do it on SVN. I used Tortoise SVN, which was a graphical SVN tool. And I did everything graphically. And there was a reason why I did that. And that was because it just was more intuitive and it made sense and it was easy. And it, it saved me a bunch of time rather than typing in a bunch of command line stuff. And well, you would say, oh, well, you know, a real expert would have done it from the command line. Maybe. But what's more effective? What's more practical? What's more pragmatic? So... Again, now I could do a lot of the stuff from the command line. I, I still can with SVN, and, and I needed to learn that stuff, and I did learn that stuff. And there's a dog in the frame, but that's all right. Uh, but 
what I what I what I did was I, I focused on what was pragmatic. Okay, so so think of it this way. If you're doing web development, okay, if it's more useful to you to use a tool like Dreamweaver, if it's easier for you to manipulate elements, to manipulate the CSS, to change the properties of things, some people will look at you and frown at you and say, hey, you're not a real web developer because you're not manually editing the CSS. And that's fine. They can say that all they want, but when you get work done three times as fast, right, that's, that, that, that speaks much more louder than any of the words that they're saying. But here's the thing. If you're just relying on the visual elements and you don't understand the underlying, then that's a problem because sometimes Dreamweaver is going to break down. Sometimes you're going to need to look at the raw HTML on the web page and you're not going to have Dreamweaver. Sometimes you're going to need to troubleshoot a problem and if you don't understand what's going on or see how the CSS and HTML behind the scenes work or you don't understand the code, right, whatever context you're applying this to, you don't understand how that stuff works, then you're going to be stuck and you're going to be in trouble and you're not going to understand the nuances that that exist because that that Dreamweaver, right, that SVN, Tortoise SVN, it's an abstraction over something. It's making things simpler by giving you a visual abstraction. So I'm all for using visual IDEs and, and visual development tools, but I'm also for understanding the underlying code behind them. You know, code generators, for example, in, in, in programming, great tools, save you a lot of time. But you have to understand how they're working and you have to understand the code that they're creating, right? You, you need to have that depth of knowledge and then you can take it and apply the abstractions and use shortcuts. There's a lot of developers that, that go too far in one direction. There's, there's some developers that they're like, I just want to use these visual tools and I'm not going to understand what's happening underneath the covers, right? And, and I'm just going to stay at that level of abstraction and they get into trouble because they don't understand what's going on. And when they need to debug things, they, they don't have enough of a knowledge of, of the space. And then there's other developers that insist on not using an IDE and coding up everything in Notepad. I worked, I went to this company and did some consulting and all the developers were like, oh yes, we write our Java code in Notepad and, and then we compile it on the command line. And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's good that you can do that, but you could be saving a lot of time by using an IDE. Right? You could be saving a lot of effort by doing that. So you got to find the balance and, and what it really comes down to is that you have to know the technology, know the underlying thing, unless the abstraction is perfect. Most abstractions are not, most abstractions are leaky. But you have to know the underlying technology and the underlying thing and then you use the, the tool, you use the thing that, the abstraction that's built over that makes things convenient, right? Uh, you know, I think, I, I don't know a huge amount of, about videography and photography, but I've had to learn enough about it to know that point and shoot is not like you can't be a great photographer with just point and shoot, right? You, now, you could probably get away with that or get away with set, things like autofocus and, and some of the auto stuff that the camera does, but you need to know about lighting and the actual aperture and all of these, these details, right, that I, I'm not an expert in about all this stuff if you want to be good, right? Even though you may use some of these automated features from time to time, but sometimes you're going to have to crack it open and probably most of the time and you're going to have to get down to the, the low level stuff and understand that stuff. Like you're not going to be really good, like you, you could fake it and you could pretend to be good and you could shoot some decent video or some decent 
photos, you know, just using the auto features and autofocus and all that stuff, but you're, you're not really going to be, you know, you're not really going to understand what you're doing, right? And, and that's, that's not a way. So Dreamweaver by itself, don't just use that, okay? Understand the HTML and the CSS, but then use that if it makes you faster. And, and I think it will, right? It's, 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 that's why that tool was invented. It wasn't invented to make it so you didn't have to know anything about CSS and HTML. At least, at least that's my opinion on it. All right. That's all I got to say about that. If you like this video, make sure you click that subscribe button below and click the bell to make sure you don't miss any videos. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.